Welcome back to the Blueville Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about native seeding and warm season seeding with Tim Sharp. Tim was hired in 1987 to do eight weeks of seeding, and he must be pretty slow because he's still hanging around. <laughs> Actually, it was 86. Oh, 86, 1986. <laughs> wow, I had my dates off there. So. Well, August 15th was the first day in 1986. Been a long time. Okay, yeah, and he's done pretty much everything out here at Blueville. Currently, he is a member of our sales and design team, and uh, one thing that he has done a lot of, and I'd really like to pick his brain today, is talking about warm season seeding. If you would just kind of talk to (laughs) situations where a warm season buffalo stand or a native stand would be more appropriate than a fescue stand. Gladly. Um, A lot of times with with the native seeds, uh, people are a little resistant, uh, especially in uh, urban environments because they green up later in the spring and they go dormant earlier in the fall. But they are a native in this area and and uh, do real well without a lot of added fertilizers or weed control once they're established and and thick. So and that takes a little time with the with the natives. They aren't going to be as quick to cover and and get a mature lawn like like fescue will in just you know a matter of months. Uh, from seed. But uh, buffalo anymore uh, since they started the seed treatment, the cold treatment, so it comes up quickly. Um, it it does cover pretty well. The first year you get about 80% coverage and then by the end of May, the following spring, you usually get to 100% coverage. Um, probably through that year and the next, you know, if you, if you do a good job of keeping the weeds out after that, it's going to be spot spraying here and there uh, to to get broadleafs out of it. Otherwise, it's going to be so thick that uh, it doesn't doesn't bother. Uh, one thing that we found is is uh, bowing it a little high, uh, four and a half or somewhere in that vicinity, really helps keeps the weeds choked out of it, and uh, it looks fine. And and uh, you know it does it grows slow, so it doesn't really require mowing every week like a like a fescue would, you know, every two or maybe three weeks, uh, you know, during its growing season, it's usually plenty often enough for that. Yeah, and when it comes to that weed control on the buffalo lawn, we've I've also discovered that quinclorac, um, which is a post-emergent control for crabgrass and some broadleaf weeds, is very gentle on that buffalo. So you could go out and spray that on brand new buffalo plants and you're not going to worry about killing those off. But you also don't want to be out there spraying every other week. So mowing is comes in real handy on that weed control. Right. Right. And that's that's really a lot of what, what needs to be done the first year or so is just a regular mowing and keep keep those broadleafs from being able to seed out and keeping them mowed off. Um, spraying is a part of the part of the weed control, but you don't want to be out there every week doing that. So Yeah. So if you come to a site, what's your your prep work like for seeding to buffalo or, or even to native? Well, most natives and, and buffaloes included in that don't require, in fact, they, they like compacted soil a little bit more so than, than say, a fescue or a rye. Uh, both of them, but fescue and rye, you need to work it as deep as you can and get it loosened up and, you know, and let those roots get down through there. The, the natives actually seem to prefer the... Uh, compacted soil sites and for the most part it actually helps uh, suppress some of the weeds too. Uh, 
with with that. There's a few weeds that like compacted soil too, but um, it, we usually just you know if it's if the grade's good, you can go in with a, a slicer and just just slice into the top with with uh, buffalo. With the natives, we have we have a, a drill that's that's made for them. They're kind of a fluffy seed. They won't go through typical cedars very well. The other option with them is to either hand broadcast it or we will hydro seed them. And uh, with with the tall natives, uh, we found that if we add some biological uh, enhancer to it, to it'll help uh, speed up the the germination and the establishment of those uh, considerably. Uh, typically, with tall natives, you're looking at a three to four year establishment period. Um, if you ever get a chance to go down to the Discovery Center here in Manhattan, uh, you can see the root systems on some of these native grasses, and they go down for many feet. Um, it spends the first few years growing those roots, and you don't see a lot on top. It'll just have a small tuft of grass on top, and then once once they're satisfied that they've got a good root system, they'll they'll go into growing top, and it'll start to spread, and they'll they'll run into each other and choke out all the weeds and and uh, with them that's mowing is the key but but you don't want to mow it too often with tall natives mow it about three times a year four times a year uh first few years just to keep the weeds knocked down but for the most part let them grow let the let the sunshine work on those leaves and and make make food so they can grow roots that's what's going to get them stronger quicker sure sure a lot of times when you're seeding to buffalo or native you're not on the most flat areas or you're not in areas that get a lot of moisture because, you know, they're generally not irrigated properties. What's uh, what's the best way to mulch those areas to help with erosion and then also to promote germination rate? Um, and that's correct. One of the things that, that the reasons you'd want to use a native is because they don't require uh, any additional water typically, but to get them get them started um it it is good to to water uh you know every three or four days it's different than fescue where you want to water every day uh you water and soak it up every three or four days um you'll get less weed growth because it'll dry out in between and they'll it'll kind of kill off some of those those weeds but the natives uh they they kind of like that deep cycle type of type of system um, when we're seeding, if we can, uh, we we have a couple of different hydro mulches we use, but but our good one is called Flexterra, and uh, it it does a really good job of holding the soil for 12 to 18 months. You know, as the establishment's happening, and it also has a lot of water holding properties. It'll hold about 1,200 percent of its weight in water. Um, it's got some polymers in there that help help with that. And uh, so you can hydro seed with that. The seed's right in that mix, and it's it's holding moisture right there. It's holding the soil in place, you know, while things are getting established. And so that's that's a good way to go if you can. Okay. What kind of buffalo seed are we using right now? Um, <clears throat> we use, typically use a Sharps Improved 2, um, no relation. <laughs> Neither is a calculator company. Um, and it's, it comes as a treated, uh, cold treated 
product and and what they do is they they run that through a I think it's anhydrous ammonia and it's it's brought down to you know minus 20 degrees or something like that for a certain period of time and then they dye it typically it's kind of a blue green dye on the on the hole when you look at buffalo what you think is a seed it's actually a hole there's there's like five to eight seeds inside that hole and uh, what that cold does is it it breaks that hole apart so the moisture and the microbes can get in there and and work on that quicker and get get to that seed and get it germinated once it's in the ground and uh, takes off a lot quicker otherwise it has to go through a winter before a lot of them will will germinate and come up the following year so it it helps that first year seed or establishment rate yeah increase considerably sure the other big difference between seeding warm season and cool season grasses is the application rate you know with fescues you're looking at eight to ten pounds per thousand can you speak to the application rates seeding rates on these natives buffalo buffalo um yeah much less typically we use two pounds per thousand square feet um, you know, if you got a high end area that, that they really want to get coverage quick, we'll, we'll bump that up to three pounds per thousand square feet. Or if you've got a very large, uh, you know, meadow that you're wanting to get back to, to short natives with Buffalo or Buffalo blue grama mix, um, you know, we can cut that down to one pound per thousand. It's going to take a little longer to get coverage on everything, but, but it will spread, and and take over with time. It'll probably take two years instead of a, a year to get established with buffalo that way. And what's the difference between the sharps improved to and the blue grama? Um, the blue grama is is also a short native. Uh, they look real similar uh, to each other, and they 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 make a good uh, pairing just to kind of help fill in the holes. Uh, Buffalo tends to get a little patchy once in a while, and it'll have uh, the blue grama will fill in in between. When you're looking at them, you won't be able to tell the difference. The blue grama will get about 12 to 15 inches high if you don't mow it, so it's still pretty short. has a really, really neat-looking seed head that just uh, floats off to one side of the, the top of the stem if you don't don't mow it and let it let it go to seed. But uh, um both of them, they work well together uh, as a as a lawn type grass. Okay, yeah. And when we get into native, we've that tends to be a blend of different native grasses, prairie grasses. Can you speak to what those blends might consist of? Typically, um, you'd have uh, a large blue stem, big blue stem, little blue stem, side oats grama, um, western wheatgrass. Sometimes there be some. Uh, Forbes, um, I can't think of right off the top of my head, but there's usually some of the one mixes we have have like three or four uh, different uh, Forbes that are, to grow in there that bloom different times of the year. And you you could put other wildflowers in with it too if you want to. You're going to let it grow. Um, they won't be thick. It's not going to be a uh, just a flower garden, but there'll be flowers here and there throughout the the pasture in different times of this the year and it'll vary a lot the first few years because one will typically germinate quicker and some may not come on for a year or two before they bloom and then so you'll see more of usually yellows will come in first and some of the others that are 
that are reds and blues will come come later. Okay. And then the timing of when we would want to seed. Well, you can seed, you know, and then I think the extension service, you know, they like to seed uh, dormant seed, we call it, in the wintertime when the ground's too cold for it to germinate. And it's sitting there, and it, it gets me get some freeze-thaw, which we talked about earlier, uh, to try to help get those seeds broke down. We overcome some of that with with the biological enhancer we discussed or the, the cold treatment for the buffalo grass. Um, typically, I have the best luck seeding warm season grasses in the warm season. We start about May 15th and, and go till about August 15th with seeding. And uh, I've had had good results doing that all along the way. I, I don't know as I've ever had a real failure that it didn't work. Um, we've done a lot of it. <laughs> if you do have a native area that you want to supplement with some more wildflowers, you can always pick up some wildflower mix. But in that situation, you have an established native area what do you do to get that seed out there, and do you need to work it into the soil or anything like that? Um, a lot of natives, the seeds are um, the sun changes the shape of them through the diff, through the day. So if you can get it work, so they're down close to the ground, um, either mow it short or in the spring after a burn. And, and get that seed on where it's down close to the ground. As, as the sun makes its passes multiple times, a lot, of, a lot of those seeds will actually kind of work themselves down into the ground just slightly, but it just that's all it needs is just to get that in there where it, it's got good soil contact and then the moisture and the microbes start doing their thing and, and uh, pretty soon you got germination and they take off. So if you can get it down, work down to the ground, that's the best thing. And even if you could run a hair or something over it to, you know, just get a little bit of loose and kind of help cover those, that'd be great. But sometimes that doesn't work. So Yeah, that's incredible that they will, they will plant themselves, essentially. I've, I've seen some videos. I don't know if there's anything. There probably is that on YouTube about um, this. And it, more with the, the native grasses than I have with the Forbes, but... Um, they all work similarly. That's yeah. part of the reason of the fluff on them is is it changes shape as the sun goes across it, and and it, the way it's designed, it uh, kind of screws itself into the ground. So, yeah, that's incredible. Well, thank you very much, Tim. Really appreciate taking some time out of your day to talk about this part of one small area of your expertise. If you guys have any questions about this, um, I can answer them. But Tim is definitely your number one point of contact if you want any large areas seeded to buffalo or to native. Um, you can reach us at podcast at com, and we look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks. <laughs>